Welcome to episode five of the Ben Briggs podcast. It is Tuesday, the 21st of May. Uh, two days into the week, people. How's it going for you? Uh, hopefully, uh, everything's sounding a little bit better this time. Holy fucking shit. Um, I've been on YouTube. I've been trying to get the sound right um, because it sounded a little bit bassy. And was getting a bit tinny and fucking shite, basically. And because my ears are so fucked up, uh, I have no idea. I've got so much equipment in front of me. I haven't. It's not like I'm sitting in front of a music studio uh, with all those knobs in front of me. Pretty much like it's uh, what it's like to sit opposite the uh, Tory party uh, at the House of Lords. Ben, getting political. Shut up. Um, yeah, so, uh, I've been trying to get my head around all the equipment. Um, I spent, that's what I do. That's what I do. I spend money on stuff, uh, and get all the decent stuff. And I have no fucking idea how to use it. It's golf all over again. I tried golf. Yeah, I tried it. I tried to get into that middle class fucking sport, but, um, basically I, I got all the equipment for it. I spent a fortune on fucking nightclubs, and I think I went about... I went and actually played golf once, and then I used to just go down uh, the Delapree Golf Course in Northampton, and um, I used to go down there just like and get a bag of balls and just take my fucking aggression out, just hoofing the balls and the rest of my clubs, just with a driver. And the rest of my clubs were in pristine, uh, pristine condition. So, um, so I never, I never used them. I just used to go down. I think it was like for a box of balls or something. It was about a quid, and it was worth every fucking penny. That's what they have. That's what they should have. They should just have places you can go to where you can get your aggression out. And I don't mean nightclubs. Fighty people out there, just somewhere like a little booth or something where there's somebody in there that you can just beat the shit out of and just think, ah, just get on with my day. That's it. I'll get that out of the way. That aggression is done. I've quenched myself of that. Anyway, uh, I've been trying to get my head around um, all of this. I've got a mixer and then uh, trying to get a decent sound out of it. And I think I might have actually cracked it thanks to YouTube. I've been on the old YouTube, disappeared down another wormhole again today and tried to um, figure something out. Uh, Thanks to all the geeks out there making videos on YouTube. I might have actually just done it. I'm not sure. Um, It's also about mic technique as well. I know. I have no mic technique. That's it. This is how I am at gigs. I just shout into the mic. There's no definition there's no tonal structure to it it's just a rant so um yeah hopefully i've got it done still ranting about that i don't know my ears are fucked up i just couldn't tell the difference between any anything i was twisting knobs and everything keep it clean people keep it clean i was twisting knobs on the um on the mixer and um yeah, I, I just couldn't seem to tell the difference between it. Maybe I need my ears syringed again. Adam syringed about three years ago. The best thing I've ever had done. I don't even know if they do syringing anymore. 
So they used to pump hot water into your ears. And they took out this... Oh, it's fucking disgusting. They, the woman was really enjoying it, who was doing it. She got some sort of pervy um, satisfaction out of um, doing this. But it was about the size of a bullet, this piece of wax that came out of my ear. And um, I could hear, like... Oh, it's like having a super, super power after uh, after you have your ears syringe. You can hear everything. I got in my car afterwards. I could hear... Um, I could hear myself uh, rubbing my jeans. Jesus. Uh, I could hear, like, rubbing, like, I brushed against my jeans, and I could hear that. It was amazing for about a week until uh, everything got clogged up again. But, um, yeah, so I've been trying to get my head around this, and hopefully it sounds a little bit better this time, a little bit clearer for you people, thanks to the old YouTube videos. Maybe, maybe it's being clipped around the ear. I don't know. Maybe it's when I was younger, being clipped around the ear. That could have been it. It could have damaged me, parents, out there. You might have damaged my hearing. I don't know. That's something uh, someone would bring up these days. That was that was the punishment, by the way. A clip around the ear or the slipper. That's what we used to get, the slipper. That was the tool of choice to rectify our bad behaviour when we were kids. None of this naughty step stuff that they have these days. A little bit of time out. Oh, you're a bit tired after playing up. Go and sit over there and have a little bit of time out, you lucky millennial bastards. Jesus, we had old school. Slipper. So, um, yeah, not that I resent that. A little bit. A little bit. It comes back to me every now and again. Jesus. Little bit of resentment there. But, uh, yeah, I'd have, I'd have fucking sold my soul for the naughty step. Oh, running around, playing up. Oh, yeah, I could do with a little break. Thanks. I'll take half an hour on the naughty step. Jesus. Or having my fucking iPad taken away. Ah, Jesus, I sound old now. I sound old. But hopefully, I've got everything sorted on here now. It was disappearing down another YouTube wormhole that did it. Some American guys got the exact setup I've got. Um, although uh, his voice, uh, obviously, because he's uh, not quite as nasal as me, uh, his voice settings were a little bit different on the old DBX286S, which is the uh, fucking, I don't know, mic preamp I've got with loads of knobs and buttons on it. And, oh, Jesus, it just took ages. But it's amazing out there. Old YouTube. There's a little corner of the internet for everybody. Even the little geeky people, geeky little experts on things. They don't have to help you out, the old geeks these days on YouTube. I tell you, a uh, couple of weeks ago, the last time I went out day drinking, shit, Ben, uh, I dropped my phone in the toilet. Don't ask. Don't ask what happened. Um, I dropped my phone in the toilet and it wasn't working. It had completely fucked it. Um, so Googled it on the old YouTube. Put it in rice. Not while it's boiling, people. Not while it's boiling. Uh, just put it in dry rice. Put it in for about a week. Kept checking on it every day and it was working. I could see the water dissipating across the screen and coming out of it. And eventually, after about a week, I was being able to use more and more apps every day. I thought, give me two days. Give me two more days and I can check my fucking bank account on this. But yeah, within a week, it had fixed it. YouTube, thank you. 
geeks out there, whoever the fuck thought of that, you have come up trumps and saved me 400 quid there. Um, but there's, yeah, it's, it's useful. That's the good thing about you, YouTube. It's useful. I've changed my heating element on my oven, fixed my fucking toilet. It wasn't a phone blockage in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, you get some geeky American or something. Oh, you get some geek or, or it's usually Americans. Not many, not many British people are making how-to videos on YouTube. It's always some American. Uh, welcome to Billy Bob Roberts fixes shit, that sort of guy. You know, dungarees, check shirt, you know. He's, he's the uh, If he was an American, he would be a lesbian, maybe. I don't know. Is that a stereotype? Possibly. I don't know. We, uh, growing up, we used to live next to uh, a, a, a lesbian couple, and that is where my, um, uh, that is where that um, comes from, that stereotype, because it was just a, well, not that it's my original stereotype, is it? No, it's out there, but there was just a sea of dungarees and check shirts on the washing line. I remember that. But they were nice people. Very nice people. <laughs> um, yeah, you get some sort of like Americans and that sort of thing on on the internet. Uh, and they do a little intro, don't they? They've got their own little channel, their own little corner of the world. And it's niche. There's something out there for everyone. How to fit a, fit a flange heating imperial coupler for a 1972 thermoelectric boiler. You got it out there. You can get that on YouTube. You can sort that out. And that's the good thing about it. And uh, you've got the guys who unbox stuff as well. Ah, oh, I'm a bit of a sneakerhead, as they say, trainer head in the UK. Sneakers uh, for the Americans. But, uh, yeah, so I watch some of the unboxing stuff on there, uh, which is basically rich people just saying how they've got 8,000 pairs of Jordans and this one's slightly different because the colour laces are a little bit different. And I fall for that shit and I buy that shit. Um... So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I, I watch all that. And you see somebody with like about thousands and thousands of pairs of trainers that they just collect. They're never going to sell them. They're never going to wear them. At least I wear mine. Some, some of them. I've got one pair I haven't worn. A pair of Jordan 6s. Social status. I fell for that. The black cat social statuses with the fucking fur on them. Uh, and haven't been been brave enough to wear them outside or trust the weather yet to wear them outside. Um, so uh, so I geeked out a uh, little bit. I geeked out, and uh, hopefully it's sounding a little bit better. It feels like it sounds better to me. Um, you might you might want to send me a message and just say no, Ben. It sounds like shit because it's still your voice. I know. I can't do anything about that. Um, that's the other thing about YouTube videos, isn't it? Like, whatever it is on a YouTube video, it'll always generate into an argument of two people slagging each other off. And then inevitably, the last few comments before the comments are switched off or nobody makes any comments anymore, it just descends into racism. That's what it goes, doesn't it? You start off re re, re, re- Fucking hell. You start off re, 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 
Jesus, why can't I say that word? You start off rewiring a plug and it ends up uh, that all black people should be shot. That's the way it goes. I don't know how we get from the one stage to the other, but there's a journey in between that. There's a lot of back and forth and a lot of arguing. But everybody, uh, and they're not trolls, are they? People call them trolls and that. They're people making those comments. They're not like living under a bridge, are they? They are people making those comments on the internet just to, maybe just to get a reaction, but I doubt it. That's what what trolls would uh, insinuate, that they um, they just want to get a reaction from it, but they don't, do they? That's their actual feelings. You're never going to end that. You're never going to end racism, man. It's always going to be there, isn't it? There's always going to be some people, some people who have got fucked up ideas about stuff and just, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know how you do end it. I honestly don't. I don't know. We need somebody else because it's that them and us thing. We need something else to be be the uh, be the them, don't we? So everybody, no matter what colour, creed or religion you are, we can all attack them. Aliens, maybe. I don't know. When aliens come, eventually, aliens are not coming, are they? They're not going to come because they'd be shit scared because we wouldn't give a fuck about them anyway unless we could either eat them or fuck them. We wouldn't give a shit or use them as slaves. That would be the thing, wouldn't it? If we can't either eat them, fuck them, or use them as slaves, we wouldn't give a shit about them. That would be it. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, with <laughs> with the old racism, man. Like, I know people like that. I do. Why are you talking to them, Ben? Because most of the time they're all right. You know what I mean? They're not hammering, burning crosses into people's lawns or anything like that. They're not organising a lynching. Most of the times they're all right. That's what we do, isn't it? You know, you just steer off certain subjects when you're talking to people, don't you? You know, you just you just avoid certain subjects so it doesn't fucking kick off and their brain clicks into that gear and then they go down the racist route. You have to steer them away from it. Don't you? Most of the time they're all right, those people. But there's certain subjects you can't talk about. Politics, immigration, maybe corner shops even. That's a surprise sometimes. Ah, oh, popped over the shop the other day and then boom, you're walking down that path. And yeah, then you've got to somehow like negotiate how to get on the path that you're on without going down the old racist route with them. So you just shepherd them over, don't you? You're never going to change people's views anyway, are you? Nobody's ever had their views changed on YouTube comments, have they? Nobody ever does that. Nobody goes, oh, I see what your point of view is and here's my point of view. But yeah, I'm going to take that on board, what you just said. Nobody does that anymore. Not that they ever did. It's all either black or white, isn't it? There's no, you know... There's no uh, there's no negotiation between the two views. This is my view, so I'm going to follow everything with my view, and this is my view, and I'm going to go against everything that disagrees with my view because I'm right. That's it, isn't it? Nothing ever changes. You're never going to change those people. You know, you've just got to wait for them to die out and hope the next generation comes through and they haven't been fucking fucked up by that generation. 
with their weird fucking views. Ah, oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know how to stop it. Maybe we do need something else. Maybe we need we need something else out there. I don't know. Just genetically make a subspecies of human that's absolutely, you know, stupid as fuck and feeds off pain. I don't know. It gives them energy. Paint them, you know, like genetically make them blue or something like that so everyone can have a go at them. You have one in your home, you have a hard day at work, you just come home and beat the shit out of it. Just take that and it loves it. It enjoys it. That's how it feeds off that. It feeds off pain, I don't know. That's the only way you're going to cure it and just wait for the older generation to die out. I'm part of, going to be part of that generation. I don't know, I grew up in the 80s. So things were changing then, which is a good thing. But um, I don't know. Just wait for them to die out. That's it. And the last racist dies in about 20 years' time. And then we just, you know, it's education, isn't it? It's education. Getting a bit political today, Ben. Yes. I suppose so. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is a little bit political for the old. Uh, podcast, but it's it, that's the that's the thoughts, isn't it? You just need to steer people away off that path, back on to being a non bigot. Let's take the non bigoted road through this conversation and see how we can get on. <laughs> ah, it's been a long old day for me today, I tell you, a long old day. I had to get up early. Uh, I had to uh, deliver um, some stuff. Take some stuff down to Canvey Island today. Canvey Island, the Cockney holiday camp. Fucking on holiday. Stop beating my wife. I'm on holiday. Sweetheart, cook me my breakfast. Um, yeah, so I went down Canvey Island. I had to drop some bits off the, down there. And, um, yeah, it was a long old fucking journey. Hour and 45 minutes was meant to take three Hours it took me to get there because they closed the M25. And on the M1, there was an ex- accident on the way down as well because some absolute penile for the straight guy went zooming past me at about 90 and then about 10 miles down the road, uh, it hit the central reservation. Unlucky, my friend. A bit too fast at 6.30 this morning for the old gripless tyres there. <laughs> <laughs> but he'd spun it and absolutely fucking totaled his car. I think it was all right. I don't know. He was in the back of an ambulance and the doors were shut. It's never a good sign, is it? Never a good sign. But at least, you know, it slowed him up a little bit. That's it. Going through there at 70 mile an hour. It's all um, it's all that smart motorway shit now as well. So they flash you at about 71 miles an hour, I think. You see it at night coming the other way, like when you're driving and people are speeding the other way, you just see the lights going off, Uh, the old uh, camera flash going off. So um, fuck knows uh, how people get away with that. Maybe he's loaded and just pays his fine or maybe it was a stolen car. I don't know. But he ended up from doing 90 in the space of 10 miles, 90 to the back of an ambulance. Fuck me, son. That's some going. Um... But, yeah, it's quite nice going down to Canvey Island uh, across the causeway. They shot Sonny on the causeway. I know. Um, but, yeah, they um, going across the causeway and that, and it was fucking beautiful weather today. So, um, But it took, like, three hours down there, three hours back. I was fucking tired. It should have 
should have took about like three and a half hours in total. Um, but I just had to drop a couple of bits down there and come back. So that was my morning and listening to Radio 4 on the way back. A little bit of Radio 4, Ben. Trying to schmooze in with the middle classes. That's right, yeah. Um, so I l- listened to a bit of Radio 4 where they're on about autistic and mentally ill people because <clears throat> another care home has been beating up their patients and uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know, Fuck that shit. I tell you what, if you ever, if you ever, ever go mental, don't get sectioned. That is what I learned out of that conversation on Radio 4 this morning. Do not get sectioned because you have no rights at all. They just basically hold you and fuck you over. I think uh, one of the um, uh, things that was brought up about this uh, care home uh, that was looking after autistic and mentally ill people. They were keeping people naked under a blanket on their own, in a room on their own for a year. Oh, fuck you now. It's like that. Uh, and they just don't... Oh, the other day I watched a documentary just like this, a Louis Theroux documentary 2016 with uh, people who had brain injuries and that. And uh, there was a guy on there, and his name was Dan. He'd been in a, he'd had a head injury or something. He'd been in a coma for a year and a half, and they'd let him out on his own. And then he'd gone out and he'd um, started smoking weed. So they'd taken him back in, and he had no rights at all. And all he wanted to do, I felt sorry for him. All he wanted to do was just live on his own. That's what he wanted to do and smoke a bit of weed. He's been in a coma for a year and a half. Let him have a joint, Jesus. Letting him enjoy himself and the doctor. All of the doctors and the carers in there had no sense of humour whatsoever. It was like the Shawshank Redemption or um, Midnight Express. Have you seen that film? Oh, Midnight Express where the geezer tries to smuggle drugs out of Turkey. Why wouldn't you try and smuggle drugs out of Turkey? I mean, if you get caught, they've got a fucking great prison system for you. But yeah, he tries to smuggle drugs out of there. And he just gets beaten and left in a room. And that's essentially what these care homes were doing. That is a fucking weird film as well, that guy in there. When he's trying to smuggle, in Midnight Express, where he's trying to smuggle the drugs, he's got them all taped to him. Like, I think he's just trying to get a hashish out, like two two kilos or something. I think he got caught with two th- kilos. It's based on a true story. Look it up, people. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, um, he tried to smuggle two kilos of, uh, hashish out of Turkey and he's queuing up and he's got fucking sunglasses on when he's going through the old customs. Fucking take, yeah, don't make eye contact. Sunglasses on, he's just sweating like a crack addict. Yeah. They're not going to let you through, son, are they? But, uh, yeah, it was like that where they, um, apparently, in this care home, where they're just keeping people naked under blankets and shit like that and basically abusing them because they're mental and fucked up. Jesus. I felt sorry for that old Dan on the Louis Theroux documentary. He's never getting out of there. He's quite a funny bloke. He liked doing practical jokes and stuff, and you can't do practical jokes around people like that. People who work in that industry just have no sense of humour these people didn't. They were just using, you know, regimented robotic language when they were speaking to him and just emotionless. 
And old Dan's there doing a few practical jokes, pulling out a... <laughs> fucking hell, yeah. Fucking one of the things, he was telling a story about pulling out a fake plastic knife. He just said to the woman who's caring for him, I can't take it anymore, and then just pulled out a plastic knife and started stabbing himself with it. She fucking freaked out. Jesus. To be honest, Dan, you ain't going to get out with behaviour like that, you know what I mean? But fair play to you. We've all gone to extreme lengths for jokes. He's like the Lenny Bruce of um, of brain injuries there, being kept in because of his stupid jokes. But, uh, yeah, fucking hell. Listening to this thing on Radio 4, some of the places sound awful, though. Just awful. But, um, yeah, so I listened to that on the way back. Um, that was going on for part of the three-hour journey, and then the rest was just, oh, God. It was hot today as well, and the old blue bullet's got no air conditioning in it, so uh, everything got a little bit sweaty today. Uh, And then I came back and had a kip this afternoon because I am procrastinating a little bit. I said I was going to take time off to get a little bit of decorating done this week. Paint the old bedroom, that's what I'm doing. Practice the old whistling. As I am decorating. The old whistling's coming on all right there. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm meant to be decorating my bedroom this week, but I've been putting it off, man. Putting it off because I always know I go fucking mental when I start painting stuff because everything's got to be right. I can't just slap it on or have anything, you know, overlapping. I go a bit mental. Is it OCD, Ben? No, it's not. It's not OCD. It's just the way I like things. That's it. Took me two months to decorate my lounge. Two months. I'm only doing it Magnolia. I'm not wallpapering. I'm not, like, putting up little borders round or anything like that. I'm just slapping on Magnolia paint onto the walls. Hey, Magnolia, it's warm, isn't it? It looks good. I'm just doing that and doing the skirting boards white. So you've got that nice tonal difference between the two. Two months that took me to do the lounge because I'm going mental. Ugh. So I have to fill it. I have to fill it all, wash all the walls down with sugar, soap, and uh, then get everything done. Uh, and then paint it three times. That's my thing. I do things three times. Really, Ben? Yeah. And you're single? Well, not everything three times, but... Three times I have to do things. So I have to paint the wall three times. I have to paint the ceiling three times. I have to paint the skirting board three times. There's a three three thing in my life. It's a big thing. I check my car door three times when I go out. I start my stopwatch and stop it again three times before I do a gig. You're fucking mental, Ben. Yes, a little bit. But if I've got that under control, I know it's a control thing. I know it's a control thing. But if I've got that under control, I can do other stuff. I can forget about everything else. I can move on with my life and get on with it. But yeah, locking and unlocking my flat door three times. I don't know, man. I don't even know where that came from. I don't even know why I do that. It's not like everything's going to go, you know, my flat's not going to explode if I only like lock it twice. I know that. But I just can't move on and leave that behind until I've uh, checked it three times, which is annoying particularly when you're painting because you do two coats of paint and you think, oh, that looks all right. And then you think, no, I've got to do one more. Got to do one more. So, um, 
So, yeah, I'm going to be painting uh, all week, although not tomorrow because I am going out at 11 o'clock, meeting some friends social again on the old social, meeting some friends again and going for a drink, going for uh, a day drink again, which is where the, um, to tie up with the start of the episode, which is where the old uh, phone got dropped down the toilet. So I will not be taking the phone with me tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be leaving that at home. But uh, I'm going to go for a little bit of breakfast round at Buddy's around the corner. There's an American diner. Diner. Around the corner with loads of American memorabilia and shit in there. But their fucking breakfast is quality bit of vegetarian breakfast. I don't eat meat. I know. I know. Uh, one of them pussies. So uh, I don't eat meat. Uh, so I have the old vegetarian breakfast around there. Holy shit. Um, so I'm doing that tomorrow. Uh, hopefully I won't get in the same sort of uh, state and drop all my change uh, all over the floor in McDonald's like I did the last time I went out day drinking. Um, which was a bit of a nightmare. So I'm taking it easy tomorrow because I'm hopefully, well, not hopefully, I'm going to be joining a gym this week. Oh, Ben, you're getting fit and healthy. Well, sort of, yeah. I'm trying to knock the fags on the head. I keep having relapses. Oh, it's almost like it's an addiction, isn't it? Almost like it's an addiction, but I keep having relapses with the old cigarettes. So I think if I go to the gym, and feel good. I just want. To, I don't want to be one of the poncy people at the gym who goes in there with all the tight shit and a vest top and all that sort of thing, and just hangs around. Hey man, I'm a gym guy. I don't want to be that guy. I just want to go in, do a bit of swimming, and have a sauna. That's it. That's it. I just want to feel good after a swim, have a sauna. So that's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to uh, join the gym and uh, get fit. But after, I have a bit of a boozy sesh tomorrow. Not too much booze. Just enough. Just enough to have a bit of a laugh and enjoy myself. Uh, I hope uh, that is uh, episode five pretty much done. I hope uh, the rest of your week uh, is good for you guys. I'll be back on Saturday with another half an hour of talking shite. Um, If you... uh, if you're on Facebook, like the Facebook page, it is at the Ben Briggs podcast. And um, uh, you can uh, give us a review five stars on iTunes. That would be great. And um, I'll be back on Saturday. Have a good week, guys.